Welcome back to Where Are All My Friends. This episode is with Sho Matsui, who is a friend of mine who I met years ago on a tour in Japan, and he has had a really interesting life and career. He himself was in a band called Alternative Medicine. He's very close friends with a dear friend of mine, Ryan Scott Graham, who was also on the podcast from State Champs. And he has this life where he did play in bands, but he also has worked as a Japanese to English translator for a lot of streetwear brands and other companies. And then in addition to that, he also has his own project now called Plastic Labs, where he's doing a lot of really cool custom one-off vehicles and plastic figures for streetwear brands and other brands alike. So overall, he just has this really cool story. He's this incredibly kind, excited, dude. And for all those reasons, it was an honor to have him on. Let's get into it. Where are all my friends? Show hey, Mitsui. What's up, Andrew? What's up, yeah. dude? It's been a, like quite a while. Man. Several years. Right, right, right. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You're I was here. going through like the photo folder yeah. of my iPhone the other day and find I found you and me at like a salad place. Yeah. Where was, you know what's funny is I don't even remember. I think it was like the what sweet greens you guys oh, maybe think? maybe yeah something off yeah, like it fairfax must, it must or... have been like a salad place yeah and the uh, photo that my sister took that's right i was. remember that yeah, photo yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're sitting next to it. yeah so that was a couple years ago it and was 2017 maybe yeah i was gonna preface all of this though with my uh -huh. favorite story about you uh -huh. where you and i were on tour together in japan in 2013 and we didn't know it so what okay yeah we talked about this before yes. and you were with who? Like, uh, we are the in crowd of somebody? Set it off. Set it off? Yep. What, what were you doing for set it off? I was tour managing them. Sick. Yeah. Okay. And you, Alt Med, was on that same Beyond the Blue tour, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So we are the in crowd, set it off. Yeah. Hit the lights one. Yeah. On. Yep. That was 2013. Hit the lights one. Okay. Yeah. I guess. And I had no idea. We didn't know until like Warp Tour 2015 or something like that. You and I were randomly at a Warp Tour years later. Wait, are, were, did, did we meet on Ryan's bus or Neck Deep bus? I don't remember yes. that. We, also for the listener, OG, uh, where are all my friends guests? Ryan Scott Graham hanging out here <laughs> yeah, with yeah, us. <laughs> so oh, yeah. you might hear a chime in or a couple references because I'd say he's a, a good part of our friendship. Wait, a catalyst. I feel like... We met on Neck Deep bus, yeah. wasn't it? I think so. I think it yeah. was, I think I want to say 2015, something like no, that. No, it was probably 2017 because 2016 was State Champs bus. Oh. And I think 20, and you knew about my t-shirt. Yes. See, yes. That's, so this must have been 20, because that t-shirt blew up in 2016 when he wore it on Warp Tour, like every single day. Yes. And then I started giving out to all these Warp Tour bands. You know, I gave it to like uh, Real Friends because we've toured in Japan. And then Knuckle Puck I met for the first time. And, you know, Joe, I love you. Yeah. And, you know, you're my boy, but fuck you. When you turned <laughs> down that uh, medium shirt, you said you only wear larges. And you... He doesn't even know what he missed out on. But we're good friends, though. So. What the fuck? I, but anyways, I guarantee yeah, that happened, you he's yeah. not watching this podcast. No, no. But we're, we're good friends. Joe. We we talked the other day on Instagram. But yeah, but like, that was a special little moment there. Yeah, where yeah. you made a, you made a shirt mm. that went crazy in the states. I know. For a listener, mm -hmm. there was a shirt for Show's band. We're gonna have to kind of do a little prefacing here and it's explain true. who you are and what you do. Yeah, yeah. But Show played in a pop punk band called alt med yeah and alternative medicine yeah. yeah alternative medicine <laughs> yeah. exactly and as we were saying in 2013 we were on tour together and you didn't even know it till years later no and you kind of <laughs> had this moment though where you made really 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 cool band merch uh, and there was yeah. this wave where you had given a couple t-shirts mm -hmm. to a couple of your friends bands right. like state champs yeah. and neck deep a mm -hmm. couple other pop punk bands right and it was probably like 2017-ish where there was this one alternative medicine or alt-med t-shirt yeah. that you would see on everyone. And people thought it was a streetwear brand. Exactly. And it's you. It's just your band. I know. <laughs> it's funny. 
But that was a really, that's a funny moment. It was we should, a, we'll talk about that. Because yeah, yeah. I think that that's actually an important piece of a bigger picture of your story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you and I went that far back and it was, it was probably around 2017 yeah, where we connected was, a lot mm-hmm. of these pieces. Right, right, right. And it was probably the neck deep bus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you said like, oh no, the shirt. Yeah. And all that. Yeah. yeah. So sick. Yeah. yeah. And also to, to add a little bit of context, um, Ryan being here, I think state champs and you, and I just think that there's like this, this friendship that you've had and it's a very organic, natural friendship. Obviously you played music, but Mm -hmm. I've always loved that you live so fucking far away. You live on the other side of the world, Mm -hmm. yet you've had such great taste in pop punk and you've made (laughs) friends with some of my favorite people yeah, in yeah, that yeah, whole yeah. scene mm-hmm. from an entire like, across the world you've done this yeah and i think that that says so much about you mm-hmm. in so little just that yeah, yeah, yeah so i'm excited to do this podcast because there's so much more to you than just playing in that band mm-hmm. you do play music yeah still however yeah, there's so much more that you do. You're closely associated to a lot of very cool streetwear projects. Mm-hmm. You figured out a pretty cool hustle yeah, for I guess, I guess. being a, a Japanese man that's very familiar with English and uh-huh. everything. Yeah, yeah. So all in, like, I don't exactly know where this podcast will go, but you're just a rad dude with a Thank cool you. story. So let's talk about it. Let's go. So, and this is your first ever podcast? Yeah, I'm actually, yes. Honored. Yes. Same. Welcome. Right. But uh, the way that I started off normally mm-hmm. is telling a listener who you are and what you do mm-hmm. briefly. Right. So, um, Shomitsui, like he introduced me. Uh, like he said, I used to play in a pop punk band in Japan, touring with a lot of uh, US, UK artists when they toured Japan. Yeah. And I did that for probably like 17 years. What the fuck? Yeah. 17 years <laughs> of alternative medicine because alternative medicine started in like 2001 when I was in high school. So, yeah. Uh, what? And then we stopped. And when we stopped, I was like, you know, because I was in the same band for 17 years, if you think about it, I'm like, well, I don't know what to do now. You know, like first I was writing these acoustic songs and I'm like, but I don't want to do like something like this. And then I started making beats but it was it was kind of difficult to do on laptop first because i always wrote on my acoustic guitar and just you know voice what do you call them like voice memos voice memos yeah Yeah. on those voice memos and it took me like a whole uh pandemic to go even on an iphone and try GarageBand. once i tried i was like okay this is kind of easy oh why did i wait for it and I told that to Ryan. Ryan's like, yo, what? that looks like a computer game. You know, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> music should be more professional. Like, you should get, like, a serious microphone. I was like, true, but I'm too lazy. Interesting. You know, so, well, so, what's funny is, like, it's almost the opposite. A lot of people that I'll have on the podcast mm-hmm. now didn't know what it was like to be in a band and to, like, learn, like, you know, like a like electric guitar and amps and tone and all that. Right. They know all they know is a computer and how to do that proper. Lazy motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking. I love Dave Chappelle. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like you were there first. Uh, uh, no, I'm no, I'm no, no. But 2001. Yeah. Holy shit. Also, for a listener, if you're listening and not watching, show could convince you that he's 22 years old. So. <laughs> It's crazy to hear that you've been in a band since 2001. Yeah, yeah. So I was a kid. Damn, so that was like high school you were doing that. And then I just, you know, started playing. Like, I wanted to make big in music. You know, I wanted to be like a a professional musician who's signed to a major label. Yeah. And if you want that in Japan, you have to sing in Japanese and you have to say certain type of things and you have to sound in a certain way, you know, all that. But I was following it because... I wanted that. Yeah. And I played with a lot of Japanese bands that became like, that came, became super huge. And then like looking them like blow up. I'm like, oh my God, I'll never like succeed in this genre because there's like so many monsters, the, the, the monster bands that will like be so much better than us. And I'm like, 
fuck this, man. I want to do whatever whatever I wanted to do. Like I pretended that I liked singing in Japanese, doing a J-rock band, oh. you know? But I listened to like all these American rock bands and I was going to ask like what were like, your influences? What did you find? What made you want to start music? The first, I guess like cuz I was I lived in the states from when I was 7 to 11. Okay. And that was like Oh, what? that's huge. 1991, two, three, four, right? So that was when grunge was huge. Yeah. And I didn't even know what grunge was, but people, well, not people, like my friends in classrooms were talking about like Pearl Jam and Nirvana, basically. Yeah. Because they only watched MTV. The Pearl Jam sound like, you yeah. know, Pearl Jam? Cool. Yeah, and was different. that popular in Japan or was that like you no, come back like, home after I, that? And... I don't know what the case was in Japan, but yeah. you know, I was in fifth grade, I think. Yeah. You know, friends were talking about MC Hammer and Pearl Jam <laughs> and Nirvana. And in 1994, I was in sixth grade. And I remember this clearly because everybody brought their guitar. Like the electric guitar, acoustic, didn't matter. Everybody brought their guitar. And the language class was canceled. You know, and then everybody took out their guitar and they go, started singing like uh, all apologies. And the and the teacher was crying. I was like, what is going on? Like, And turned out Kurt Cobain died the day before. Oh. So Kurt's death was influential enough to, to cancel a language class. And then... In a, a junior high school. Holy crap. In Chicago. So I was like, whoa. I, I didn't know who this was. So right. I told, asked my friend, what is this? And yeah. He was like, oh, Kurt Cobain died. And who's Kurt Cobain? He's like, oh, you're an asshole if, he doesn't, if you don't know him. <laughs> so I went to his house that day. He showed, you know, he put on MTV and I saw like heart-shaped box, you know, music video. Hey! I was like, oh my God, this dude looks crazy. But like that, <clears throat> that was big for you. So like I was like, okay, like I didn't, I'm not, I wasn't sure if I liked Nirvana or not, but you know, I knew like, okay, so Nirvana is a big deal. Yeah. So when I first went back to Japan and everybody was like, yo, you, you listen to like cool uh, Western music, like American music. I'm like, sure. Yeah. Uh, Nirvana. It's like, what's Nirvana? People didn't know. Nirvana. Nirvana? Oh, Nirvana. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> but that had to have been massively formative for you to, mm -hmm. to spend those years in right, the right, States. Right, right, right. So then you come back home. Mm -hmm. And like, what, what, I'm so curious of that. Mm -hmm. Is like, what's it like to be in Japan, to grow up? Like, are you hearing mostly Western music? Is there an entirely yeah. just Japanese rock kind of thing like what you were saying? Like rock was, you know, American rock, UK rock was so much cooler. Okay. Than, and, you know, Japanese culture is always, always uh, imitating and, you know, ripping things off. But in a Japanese way that people are always so impressed and like, being like, oh my God, Japanese fashion's so cool. And all the American people say, but yo guys, this is from you, but we curated it um, so nicely that you couldn't tell that we ripped it off. I know? was just going to say that. I feel like is Japan, that, it's funny that Japan draws influence from everywhere else because as soon as it comes from Japan or touches Japan, it's just better and more Yeah, it seems like, and, but yeah. you know, actually we're influenced from you guys. So all the Japanese rock that was there was influenced by like, you know, those gram rock you guys call like you glam know, rock gram rock like yeah. uh bon jovi or death yeah. leopard or van halen you know that became j-rock but then uh, yeah grunge bands or like pop punk bands so you were just kind of early on that yeah. like you were early on grunge and pop punk and i mean not but i grew up right mm -hmm. in the culture so like mm -hmm. i love flannel i i'm not wearing flannel right now because you know, best membership, Japanese, but you know, I love those flannel shirts because I lived through that era, yeah. and then, you know, Eddie Vedder was wearing flannel, it was sick. You know, mm -hmm. Kurt Cobain was wearing the mohair knit, mohair knit cardigan. What the fuck? They're so expensive right now in the vintage industry, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> vintage culture, but yeah, that 
was nothing, mm. right? Cart wore it because it was cheap. Eddie wore it because it was cheap. It's funny how that works. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, so that that paints the picture. Like that's young you. That's yeah. the influences you're mm -hmm. seeing and all of that. And then you have a moment where you're like, all right, I'm not going to try to do this J-Rock thing. No, I'm yeah, do yeah. like what I like. So and that's, that's the beginning of Altmed. Yeah, that was always like, I mean, we were Altmed always. Altmed. I see, I see. Yeah, alternative medicine always. I keep saying Altmed. It is yeah. alternative oh, medicine. Yeah, I mean, Altmed was, it was better on a t-shirt. Yeah. Uh, Verdi, who always designed our uh, band merch, he yeah. was like, alternative medicine is so hard to look, make it look cool because it's too long. He always complained about alternative medicine. All this. So I was like, what if I did an old man? How, how does that look to you? And he was like, so much better. <laughs> he was like, it's so much easier. Yeah. And I think that old med tea that became so famous, um, that was actually an old med carrots collab. That was, was it? Yeah, that was designed by Verdi. Because it's a very similar font, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, that font is uh -huh. a carrot font. Okay. And yeah. the one after was a Verdi font. I see. Yeah, I see. Which both look very similar. That's because probably because uh, A Verdi did the whole designing. So that's an interesting part of your whole story. Is at a certain point in your life, you become very closely tied in with some really cool people in streetwear and fashion, right, right, right. as well as music. Mm -hmm. So where does that happen? Like, at what point in your life so, do you start tying the I two think together? A lot has do, to do with this dude, Ryan Scott Graham from Skate Champs, because they were on the budge of breaking mm -hmm. when they came to Japan. So they weren't mm -hmm. as big as they are now, but they were, everybody knew that, you know, Skate Champs was going to be big. What year is this? Like 2014, right? Okay. Yeah, 2014, yeah. first yeah. time in Japan. Yeah. And like, yeah, 2013, like hit the lights. I, I remember clearly, hit, Oma from Hit the Lights was wearing a state champs t-shirt right oh. so i'm like what what's what are you a state champ of you know, i just <laughs> asked like what, what are you a state champ of and he's like, oh no no this is my friend's band like i was like oh okay so first thing i knew about state champs oh that band on omar you know like okay and when they came final thing was like you know the jam yeah. elevated and then the critical and you know like yeah. the jam i was like yeah. oh my god and everybody was saying, oh, next the state champ's going to be big, big, big. I was like begging Mizuki, you know, yeah. the, the agent that books all the yeah. smaller pop punk shows in Japan. They're like, I, I was begging Mizuki like, yo, we got to open for state champs. I know they're the next big thing. I, I like the finest thing album so bad. It's like, oh, fuck you guys, man. Like, really? I don't fuck with you. But then I, would, I kept on begging Mizuki. I, he has a, a record store in right. Tokyo. So I went to the record store buying every time. Like, you know, Mizuki-san. This guy's dedicated. Yeah, I, mean, you, I, bought, I bought another record. Like, you put me on that tour. Like, fuck you, oh, get up in there. Go shit. back ne the next day. Like, Mizuki-san, another record. You were out here doing the most to get that yeah, going. Yeah, so like, because I, I didn't, I wasn't on Mizuki's tour that much. Mm -hmm. that, I mean, that was my first Mizuki tour. Well, Before that, I was always on Masa tour. I was just going to say. they were like, they're not going to watch it. They're beefing, man. Like, yeah, well, <laughs> I was going to say, even from like being a dude that was associated with music, yeah, like yeah. that scene yeah. and going to Japan, it was kind of like if you were an American band yeah. and you wanted to go to Japan, yeah. It wasn't it's, like which side are you on, yeah, yeah. but it was like who did you meet and who are exactly. you close with? Because like Masa had Beyond the Blue and yeah, there was like yeah. that lane, mm -hmm. and then Mizuki had it was Ice, Ice Grills, yeah, 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 and it was like this weird thing of like as an American, you didn't really know right fully which, what it which, meant. It was which, just like oh, who are you talking? Who's bringing you out? Yeah, exactly. And you could feel that there was some amount right. of a divide, and you could so, tell that they weren't exactly like oh, let's collide. Exactly. So you're like, are you on Hopeless or are you on Pure Noise? Yeah. Oh, okay. Hopeless means beyond the blue. Pure noise means ice grills. Funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funny. So, yeah, we were always on Masa's tour. So it was right. kind of, I knew that, you know, Mizuki wouldn't uh, want that. You know, like, oh, yeah. you're always on Masa-sans, you know? like Yeah. I, the Masa-sans is like more, like, more tent towards like mainstream, right? Yes, more mainstream uh, Miz pop. Mizuki is like more into like, you know, hardcore, like underground shit. Yeah. But I could tell, like, State Champs is like this poppy, like, you know, pop punk that should belong to the mainstream. So I was like, yo, these guys are nice girls, okay. <laughs> and, and, you know, we played and 
it was like it was crazy because Paris was the smallest band wow. at, the, at, at that time. Paris yeah. was on, and then A Lost for Words went on. Sure. Yeah, right? and then them, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, wait, was it Paris? You and or A Lost for Words? You guys headlined. Okay, yeah. yeah so, yeah. But you played it. Yeah, yeah, so we put because you know, fucking, I I spent like hundred bucks at Mizuki's shop. What for? Like, you know, bribing him. You know, you made it work. And he's like, okay, the smallest show, like probably the Shibuya <laughs> show or Shinjuku show. I don't remember, but so Paris opened, and we had mutual friends. This band called The Moms toured uh-huh. with Paris and uh, Alaska was in the states. So like, we had mutual fan, uh, friend. So. Yeah. Uh, Lynn was it from yeah. Paris? Yeah, yeah, Lynn was like he. She was watching from beside the stage, like oh my gosh, so cool. And I'm like, yeah. And I, I think I told Derek like, yo, check out my band. And I don't know if he did, but we finished. Yeah, we we got we got off the stage, and this dude like runs in like, yo, Japan's so cool. And he's like, like he has like these two bags full of like toys and like says mandarake and like. I was like, this dude is like. He has the balls to like, you know, shop while we were playing on stage. <laughs> and like, God damn, I hate this dude. Oh and I didn't know who God. this dude was. But, but then, you know, the disrespect. Yeah, yeah, and then State Champs started playing. There was, oh man, the bassist of State Champs. He's a loser. He He's like, he was shopping while we were playing. Yeah, that fucking loser. Yeah, yeah. And I... I think yeah. I still had I still had him signed on my my vinyl because I had I have you this had to thing. Get them all. I I have this thing where every time I play with a band from overseas, I always have their vinyl and have them signed by mm. everybody. So 2015, he came back as a, a speak low. Yes. Yeah, with real friends. Yeah. And by this time, Mizuki asked us like, "Hey, you want like a coordinate like your local show for you know because." He could see that we drew people. Yeah. And he's like, okay, cool. He's stoked to play in, uh, open for American bands. Why not? Uh, real friends. I'm like, okay, sure. Ryan comes with. I'm like, oh, that dude. And so I went to Mizuki's uh, record store, right? Yeah. As always, to bribe him. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> so I'm like, it's like a but, shitty version but, of the but, mafia. Yeah, but what should I get? You know, I don't really... And like, since you're opening for Speak Low, you should buy a Speak Low record, right? I'm like, I already have his autograph on um, State Champs record. And he was a douchebag. So I don't really want to listen to his uh <laughs> You're going to listen to just you know, him I mean, now? Like, Fuck you know, this yeah, guy. I, mean, I, I have his record on State Champs. You know, he's like, oh, we should take a listen. You know, you're, you're touring with him. And he plays and adjacent. Mm. I was like, holy shit, this song is so good. I, I need this. Maybe he isn't yeah, such an yeah, asshole. I mean, is he? he is an asshole, but his music is great. You know, like, so I was like, yeah, I should get this. Is this is a sick uh record, Mizuki San Gun, but I bought it. Uh we met in uh uh at a venue in my hometown, Kichijoji. Mm. And he comes in. He's like, yo, hi. Nice to meet you, man. Right. I'm like, I know because we played last year. But you don't know because you didn't see me play, motherfucker. But I, didn't, I, didn't, I, I didn't say that. But yeah, 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 we played with you like, you know, last time. It's like, oh, shit. I don't. Okay. You know. And I still asked him to sign my record because, you know. <laughs> and he killed it. Uh, we killed it. Um, and Real Friends killed it. So mm. he was... Um, looking for a place to crash in like after the tour yeah and i was back then i was living in an apartment yeah the apartment had guest rooms oh wow that only charged you 10 bucks a night and oh, okay. it looks like a like a gorgeous hotel room you know deluxe suite kind oh of. cool i was gonna say there's no way that you had an apartment in japan <laughs> and you personally had a guest room no no, like, no there's no, no way no. so they i think you guys stay there for like a couple of days. And I showed them around and we became really close friends because okay. we went through all these uh, adventures. Yeah, this together. makes sense because Ryan would always go to Japan and stay in Japan and right, right, do right. tours and all of that. So for you, though, mm-hmm. had you already found kind of the other side outside of music, but like fashion, streetwear? So fashion, streetwear. So... Because we became such good friends yeah. in, in the music scene, 
He mm-hmm. just texts every, DMs everybody saying, oh, if you're going to Japan, just meet Sho because he's the best tour guide. And everybody starts DMing me saying like, it's true. hey, this is Ryan's friend. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, he told me you're the best, like Cody, you know, remember? Like everybody starts texting me saying, I'm this guy's friend. And then Elliot started doing the same thing too. And Funny. so all these people like. Uh, so you like really became like the dude. To right, know right, right. About. So that's how I became like and started having connections and friends in the music industry. Right. Yeah. And then the other side of me was like, I was always into fashion. I was buying stuff. That yeah. people could tell, oh, okay, you're like this brand, that brand. Oh yeah. my god, okay, you're into. And I hang out a lot with Verdi uh, back mm-hmm. back in the day, like 2015, around then. I, I pardon my ignorance, but does Verdi live in the states or Japan? I think he has a business partner in the states for sure, but I think he lives in Japan. Okay, okay, yeah, he goes back and forth though. Okay, yeah, he does have an office here too, I I believe. Okay. Yeah, and so back then, people from America, you know, those small brands, you know, used to be small brands like Carrots, Rare Panther, Good Company, all mm-hmm. those brands that now become much bigger were called small brands back then. And it was cool because nobody was wearing it, right? Yeah. The Goro, this dude that owns uh, Minnano and Tugo mm-hmm. in uh, Tokyo, he owns these uh, clothing stores. So he used to do pop-ups inviting brands from um, America. Okay. And they'll come and do pop-ups, right? And Verdi will go because he designs stuff. And and I'll hang out because I want their clothes. And Verdi didn't speak English, so I kind of started translating. And and then when I translated, people go like, okay, this dude speaks English. like, And this dude wears, you know, streetwear, like brands and wait, do you know where Bismim is? And like, yeah, it's over there. And, and do you know where, like, we're supreme in Japan. Oh, okay. There. Where can we eat sushi? Okay. I'm like, fuck, come with me. I'll take you. I'm like, wow. So, you accidentally became the mayor yeah, of Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, okay, I'll take you. Yeah. Let me just take you. You know, it's faster. <laughs> yeah. Google map didn't speak uh, Japanese and Dude, English at the same hard. time. But when then, I was so. there, I would have to load my Google Maps at 7-Elevens on Wi-Fi exactly. and then like look at train stops exactly. that I couldn't read and like right, show right, right. people and be uh-huh. like, yeah, yeah it makes yeah. sense. So I started doing that. Once I started doing that, everybody was like, oh, but I know this band from, you know, such and such that loves our brand. We should like, you know, all connect together. Oh, so like, yeah, yeah. Wow. You know, I went to see State Champs and Neck Deep and yeah. So you like it, it was honestly like a very genuine thing of just you liked this genre of music, you liked this style of clothing. Right. Happened you to would speak show English. up for things in Japan and yeah. you were the guy that spoke English and got it. Right. So, so you were like this perfect catalyst between the two. Mm-hmm. And it just kept going like right, that. Right, right. Because it's so funny. Like I like I know that because of Ryan. Like mm-hmm, I know mm-hmm. that like if you go to Japan, like hit up show because like he'll show you where to go and he'll yeah, help yeah, you yeah. and all of that. So like just genuinely you doing that with bands and mm-hmm. then brands mm-hmm. started to lead to more and more opportunities. Exactly. And then, you know, I quit teaching and now I like do that as a job, you know, seriously. Yeah. So. Which is also something that I think is so interesting and I know bits of your story mm-hmm. and we had become friends through music and then again through Ryan. But right, right. I-, I was curious of where your life is now and what that looked like and some of the pieces of your story because I think that that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Like the message that I hear there is you just showed up and did the stuff you love. Right, right. But you had a unique angle uh-huh. because you happened to speak English and know things better. Right, right. right. And you were a nice dude. You oh, were a good hang. Yeah, you, and you everybody give... else was nice, you know. Vice versa, like, everybody else was nice. That's why we hang. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, there's no bad people involved. That's yeah. so cool. But that's led to so many cool friendships mm-hmm. and opportunities now. Right. Because for a listener who doesn't know, outside of music, like even like more on like the the clothing fashion side of anything Mm -hmm. you'll translate for brands right right right. so if brands need help between deals in english and uh, japanese or any types of logistics like that Mm -hmm. you're kind of the guy now right 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 right. and you've done that for a lot of cool brands like Mm -hmm. i know you're very close with like carrots animal Mm -hmm. carrots and all that like that's kind of cool it's cool how that all works out it's fun yeah yeah 
Definitely. And it sounds like Verdi was a piece of that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he blew up, so good for him, you know? Like yeah. He's, he's the biggest uh, graphic designer now in Japan. Like, That's for sure. so like, cool. You know, working with Louis Vuitton, what, the, you know, it's next level. Damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So another piece of all of this that I think is really cool is along with you making organic friendships and mm -hmm. just being a rad dude and helping people out and what that's led to, you've also taken on a couple cool business ventures or opportunities. Mm -hmm. Like, did it click to you when you were making alternative medicine t-shirts that you were making something that was kind of like, well, viral is not the right word because it was something physical and yeah. real, but it was like, did you understand that you were making things that were blowing up and that you could do more of that? Or Because now you've done other cool stuff. Right, and we'll right, get right. to that in a second. Uh -huh. But where did it start to click for you that you could continue to make stuff of your own like that? Well, and it, I think it has like two elements to it. Like mm -hmm. one is the font just looked cool, I guess. You know, <laughs> yeah. thanks to Verity and, you know, thanks to the, those six letters, you know, Alt yeah. Med just looks cool. And uh, Mike Sherman, who does market, uh, mm. he, he used to do Chinatown market. Right? Oh, He's okay, like, yeah. He was like, so show, is your brand about weed? You know, I'm like, <laughs> what? It was like, I think LA people, when you when they see Alt Med, they'll automatically think of weed. Yeah, like that's yeah, an alternative, alternative medicine. medicine. I think, People think it's a weed brand. That's why people love it. I was like, I could oh, honestly. I did not know that. I was like, Mike, because Mike's, Mike's is, I don't know if he's right now, but he used to be like a stoner. Like, you know, if people like Mike says so, yeah. then people might actually like the word all man in, in LA, especially. Yeah. Like, I liked it all. But yeah, I, I, so one element looked cool, right? The, yeah. the word, the letters looked cool. And the other side is like a lot of famous people friends <laughs> a lot of my famous friends wore it so yeah like it kind of had to be famous because you know ryan wore it ben wore it our wore it all this like fashion models my you know may who's who's like a influential youtuber uh she wore it for me i just love where that came from and, though because i think everyone wore it just because you're such a nice guy yeah like, because cool because we're like, friends well, yeah why wouldn't like, you no, can you i'm like can you wear this for me? Like, and can you take a photo real quick? Or can I take a photo real quick? You know, it depends. But like, there's no way in the world that you could come to me and be like, yo, dude, like, will you wear this or like rep this or help me with this? Like, in what world would I say no to you? You're such a nice guy. You've always taken care of everyone. So it's like, I love that that goodwill got uh -huh. you so many opportunities. And know? then, yeah, that got crazy enough to a point that, you know, yeah, if you think about it, the the like the finishing touch was Tyler the creator just you know holding the t-shirt he didn't wear it just hold holding t-shirt like this I didn't even know that that happened me, in front of me so that I could take a pic I didn't even know that I think that was the finishing touch then everybody was like hitting me up for yo is this as you, soon as is, you is had this the your tea yeah. like I need this tea like what why is Tyler holding this tea I don't know why but just give me the t-shirt yeah. you know and then all the pop punk kids of course like oh, I need your yeah. tea like, I need your tea and everybody told me like yo you gotta make it a brand like come on like, yeah, make it a brand but I, I was so mad at that time that nobody knew it was a band merch and you know fuck you you don't even listen to my music but you just want my t-shirt mm -hmm. but Angler was like fuck you like he didn't say fuck your music but it's like, it's like show it's different like once they think it's it's a brand, just let them have it. Like, let it be a brand. Let the kids have it. Like, I was like, no. And I'm like, now, maybe time for another all med, you know, pieces. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although I remember, I don't remember the name of the EP and I don't even remember the song title, but mm -hmm. I remember somewhere in the mix of things, maybe it was from like Beyond the Blue Tour or something, mm -hmm. but there was an alt med EP that fucking slapped. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. There's a song. like, "You are you my so. tears, you are my fears." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What is that song? What was that? Well, you're my fear, my dear. Yeah. You're my fear. You you're dear, my, my dear, fear. my fear, my dear. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the music video, yeah, was shot by Brandon Walter. Who's that? You know him? I don't know that. Yeah. He's won two VMAs. One, no one for Fallout Boys. Uh, Uma Thurman. Oh, what? One for uh, Panic at the Disco's. Uh, high hopes i How guess the fuck you so brendan shot our video for that it should win a 
MTV Japan Award. You know what the fuck MTV Japan? Yeah, that's Where's, fucked where, up. Where are your eyes, man? Yeah, where are you? I hope, <laughs> of all people that aren't listening to this, that I wish we're listening to, it's somebody there. <laughs> fuck you for not putting that on. Yeah, but you know. So yeah. Damn. Okay, but so you kind of start to realize that. Mm -hmm. You start to realize like, oh, wow, I've made a little impact here on this little culture. And then- If you say so. Sure, I'll be the one. Mm -hmm. Yes, you did. Um, but then you've continued to do other things mm -hmm. since alternative medicine. Right. Because um, what I want to talk about right now is your toy brand. Right, Plastic Labs. So that's uh, mm. what I do with my friend. So my friend works for a clothing brand, mm. a quite a huge one. Mm. And But he, at one point, he got so into Tamiya 4WD mini car racing. Uh, if you don't know, just Google it. Tamiya mini 4WD. You'll get the uh, picture. But it works with motor and batteries. And as a kid in Japan, like um, I would just play with uh, mini 4WDs all the time. Because, you know, you're a boy, you love a car. And That's the rite of passage just, as a kid. You, you got to yeah, yeah, play yeah, with little kind of, toy cars, especially if they have little motors. And right, stuff. right, right. And at, we call it department stores, but it's mall. Mm -hmm. in, in malls uh, where they have like a toy section, they used to have the racing uh, circuit so that kids could come in and just, you know, race their cars no to way. each other. So that happened on Saturdays and Sundays in the local uh, malls, you know? So it was a like a huge thing. And, you know, it kind of died out. But then it goes, you know, it go, comes back again and all that, right? And he's like, he just got into the meaningful WD so much that he, he wanted to make it into a business. And he contacts me saying, oh, I have this plan of making a sticker company uh, exclusively for uh, meaningful WDs in Tamiya. And he said... He wants to make stickers of streetwear brands in the states, and I to need put on the cards. So, so I need you to be the bridge, you know, connect us, like, and also do a trans, be a translator. So, like, basically, like a overseas marketing, you know, finding collaborators. So I'm like, okay, cool. That's why the, our first uh, collaborator was Anwar because he's my best friend. And he was, he wouldn't say no, yeah, for this kind of project, right. And yeah, we started out from there. We tried stickers, t-shirt, and the car. Yeah. And nobody cares about the stickers. Yeah. Some people cared about the t-shirt. The shirt because looks it's, fucking dope. Be, because it's carrots. But everybody wanted the car. Like, how can I get it? Yeah. Where can I get it? Yeah. How many of it is, exists? Yeah. And we were like, we all thought it was risky. Because like I told you, the car wasn't meant for sale. Right. It, wasn't it was a personal meant to be car sold. that it, it you wasn't like made just it, to promote. Yeah, exactly. It yeah. was like a promotion, promotional kit that had the, the that had the stickers on, right? So it was showing like you can make a cool car like this buying this sticker. Yeah. But since the model was so cool, everybody was like, no, 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 I want that car. So we had a meeting saying like, we should do like, I mean, we're doing something right, but in the wrong way because everybody are are interested in us, but yeah. we're not giving them what they want. So I was like, why don't we just make cars instead of like stickers that nobody wants? And you know, no one gets the sticker because you guys can't get the Tamiya 4WD here. You guys just don't know where. And you can mm -hmm. buy it on Amazon, yeah. but you know. I think in the States, like the collectible is probably Hot Wheels here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, you have to build your own meaningful WDs. So like, how do mm. I build this? You know, all that. So I, I get it. Yeah. Um, they they want something that's already made and something that you can already touch and see and it's already ready for you and looks cool. Yeah. And we asked the builder, like, so we have a builder yeah. that we manage, right? Because he's, he, he's a part of the team and he's like, we asked him, like, how many can... Well, if we wanted to mass produce, what's what's the maximum? He goes, three. I'm like, what? What? No, no, no. That's not mass <laughs> that's producing. Insane you don't show. get what mass producing is. He's, he goes like, well, I need I need uh, inspiration. Three is max. And I don't want to repeat anything. He's like, he's an artist, you know? Yeah. He, he's... But I, I 
respect him because he's he I don't know what deja he has, but he has a deja. Yeah. And this is his hobby. Yeah. And yeah. we're paying him a lot of money to make these cars, right? And he can make a lot if he makes a lot. Yeah. But he's like three. Three. And then he's going to be bored. He's going to want to do something else. <laughs> so I'm like, I respect that. That's insane. So we started making these cars and we offered the brands. We started to offer brands. Yeah, if you want this, you can buy mm -hmm. it off of us. Yeah. Yeah. So we started doing that. That's a fucking exclusive piece mm -hmm. right there. Yeah. But I, I just think that's cool. And I, I was realizing something kind of like in real time as we were talking. Yeah. And like, do you realize you've done this twice now? You where you've accidentally started something fucking sick like oh, yeah. you made alternative medicine and you're like here's all this music that i care so much about oh, and everyone's yeah. like yeah, yeah yeah but let me get the shirt and you're, yeah, like, you're yeah. missing the point that's not <laughs> it and then now you make this super cool sticker brand yeah. and everyone's like yeah, yeah yeah that's cool but let me get the car and you're yeah, like, yeah exactly okay so this time we're like <laughs> we, we shouldn't make a mistake anyway let's go for the car that's <laughs> funny yeah that's just funny mm. but i feel like there's just something about every project you've touched where there's a quality and something just so fucking cool about it. Mm -hmm. Like the same feeling I get when I saw Alternative Medicine merch or mm -hmm. honestly listening to the music yeah. was like, I feel like as an American, I'm like, this is cool and I can't tell you why. <laughs> like it just feels like, it, like it feel, I, I feel cooler knowing that show from Japan is cool there and knows cool things and has brought that to me. And by me knowing it, it's cool. Right. So Vice I felt versa. that. Oh, that's sick. I feel I cool to know you that's, and to be on this podcast. That's cool. See? Damn. Well, anyway, my point to that yeah. was I feel it again now with Plastic Lab mm -hmm. because it's Plastic Lab. It's Plastic well, Lab. Yeah. Why did I feel like there's a third word in it? Well, Plastic Laboratory, but you know. Oh, okay. Plastic Lab. Laboratory. Yeah. Um, I feel like even when I see the sticker sheets, mm -hmm. it's so thought out and it's so fucking Japanese. Right, it is so Japanese. It's so Japanese. And then like the shirts that you did, even past the carrot shirt, mm -hmm. like the other one, yeah, the yeah. white tee that mm -hmm. I saw, like even that, I was like, this is so sick. I need one. Right, right. But then the cars mm -hmm. and you're showing and like, so now there's been models of ones where you're doing something really cool mm. where there's like a carrots car. Right. And it's like feels very much like the brand. Mm. And then there's like the cherry bomb go right, car, yeah, yeah. like Tyler the Creator. That's like when I've started this project, like like the moment. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm now I'm involved in this car thing. Yeah. It's toy, but it's car. Yes. And one thing I know about cars is that Tyler, the fucking creator, yeah. it, he's crazy about cars. So I'm well, I'm like thinking, yeah, I'll I'll let you use all my connections. Yeah. But you guys have to make this car of Tyler's. Yes. Like you 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 have to recreate <laughs> create it into a toy. Yeah. And you have to let me bring it to LA and show it to Tyler. You yeah. Know? If you don't do that, I don't do this. You know, kind of so I made a deal like, yeah, but the third car, I mean, the fourth car, because the first three cars were ours. The fourth car has to be Cherry Mom. Yeah. And we made it. And I was stoked. It's still pandemic, but I knew I was going to bring it. And then Tyler releases an album and it's full of these car references. I was like, fuck, why should I, why did I make um, Cherry Mom and like, Oh my god! I need this pink car. So there's a founder, right? There's yeah. a this guy who's the CEO of the company. He pays all the money. Yeah, and we say like we need this budget for this and that for this and, specific project. You know, we're not making many money yet. Yeah, but we're you know we just started out. So like, um, Ishi-san, his name is like Ishi-san. San is like a Mister. It's it's like it's, respect. It's a respect because right? yeah, yeah, yeah. he's older than me. It's in yeah. Japan. So you know, um, elder the better. Yeah. So like, oh. Shisan, uh, you have to make another uh, car that yeah. doesn't make you any money, uh -huh. but it's Tyler's and it has to look this way and we got to make it. She's like, fucking, you know, he's, he's yeah. tired of us, you know, spending like, all his all right, money. Like, yeah. what good does it do? Like, oh, remember the last cherry bomb, you know, car, internet went crazy. Oh, the internet went crazy. What about you? make this car and I'm going to bring it to LA and somehow I will in person give it to Tyler. Yeah. I'll take the picture of Tyler holding our two cars. Yeah. That will, that will make us very popular. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't 
I didn't know if it was going to happen, but yeah. I told my boss anyway yeah. to, to have a, yeah, yeah. have the car made. Yeah. And now the car was made, I sent it uh, immediately to Anwar. Anwar goes like, oh my God. So the problem with Anwar is anything he gets, any <laughs> image he gets, he just puts it online. So I'm like, Anwar, this is not yours. This is Tyler's. I just wanted, to, wanted you to see it because you're his friend. And he's like, yo, like I am going to send this to Tyler right now because yeah this is sick yeah and he's like you should just send me the car yeah and i'll give it to tyler he will get it yeah like this kind of thing can be you know yeah worn out in a second like the hotter when you just hit the nail when when mm -hmm. the nails are hot it has you know? to be the hotter be the, the better right time right so, so i was like oh my god I, sh I have to go to la now because he she said so and tyler's leaving on tour next year so you know this it had to be time, 2021 yeah. and yeah. he he still has random shows here and there because of his new album yeah. right and i saw complex gone and i was like oh shit complex gone's happening i have these two cars for tyler and there's this one girl ceramic artist that really wants to make it in the, in the states and they connected with um anwar and they did a sake bottle and that was made and i was like okay Let's make all this into a job. Let's yeah. so professionally. I want to meet Tyler professionally as yep. a collaborator and yep. have a meeting through Anwar. Yeah. Let's do a pop-up of Adachimari, the ceramic artist from Gifu Tajimi that was that does uh Mino wear, very traditional Japanese porcelain ceramics. Okay. She did a sake bottle and some cups okay. for Anwar. Oh, sick. so I'm gonna sell it. Wow. You know. And at Complex Gone, I'll bring my car, a plastic love car, and show it to the brands and, you know, yeah. have like a connection and like a, co a possible collab meeting. So I did that. And I made it all into my job so that it pays out, right? Yeah. So that's when it clicked. It, it was awful, uh, Tyler yeah. and Plastic Love first. But then I, I came up with like plans like, okay, yeah, let's just do it all at once because flights expensive yeah. but airbnb has become more expensive yeah it's it's more expensive just to come here yeah, yeah i gotta but, make the most of it but it's just brilliant like everything you're saying in that is so smart and so cool and it, it, it like represents this attention to detail that you yeah. have and you know it's like you believe in something so much that you're gonna make sure that you have the perfect product to right, present right. <clears throat> you're gonna come here and you're gonna do it right, right. it's not just gonna be some like half-assed oh. favor you're gonna come to the states right. you're gonna put all this together and that's like it's something about you that i've noticed every time we've hung out but i really respect it and like i don't know i i would imagine that that's a lot of you but i also think that something in american culture is americans are fucking lazy and they don't understand like the work and the attention to detail i'm and lazy you, too so I don't know though. You have a you have a different attention to detail and follow through on all of this, but I don't know. I think it's really really cool, and I think that I mean I am biased because I'm a huge car enthusiast right, as well. Right. So I'm very excited. Yeah, yeah. About what so you're doing. definitely uh, race service yep. racing. Yep. We got to do a collab. It's got to happen. Ishi's it's got to happen. They might be watching. That's of all the people that we've mentioned, maybe if they're close friends. We, with need, you, a, maybe. we yeah. need a collab for Ishi-san. <laughs> but yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's, it's cool. It's, it's so good to have something in common, you know? Like, absolutely. I happen to work in a, a toy car company and you happen to be in a yeah. car, what? A social networking company, right? Yeah, a, a creative agency. Creative agency. All sorts of things. Will, yeah, and yeah. I happen to have a podcast where we can sit down at any time we want and talk about what we're up to. So right. that worked out pretty well, wow. too. This is amazing. <laughs> but dude, I don't know. It's just cool. And like, as for a listener, this is a story that's happening in real time. I like know. the band and all of that and you getting tied in with some of the streetwear mm. pieces and our friendship with Ryan. Like, yeah, cool. That's history in the books. But talking about Plastic Labs, like that's now. Exactly. That's, like this story, you're here in Japan because, or in the States in from the Japan States, yeah. because you're doing this right now. And exactly. we just happened, like we just happened to catch up on a night you were free. Uh -huh. And um, now you were free. Yes. So, being so generous dude oh my god this is my favorite thing and it's it's a lot of times in a podcast i don't really know like it's just like ah well let's see what happens but right. i really love 
capturing moments in time of like this is happening right now like mm-hmm. who's who knows where it goes from here right? i know and it's this is like important it's post pandemic right yeah. it's like no one who knew that people could land in the states from japan you know dude like i didn't yeah. even know but it's only recently you've been able to travel exactly but i did it because i thought it was gonna worth it yeah and it's probably gonna worth it, yeah. Because you know I'm on the podcast, thanks to you know that dude and you and <laughs> this the whole trip. This is the so piece. far, so far the first four days has been like great. I don't know what more to expect, but it has been great. Everybody's been helping me out and taking care of me. Ryan's been taking care of me, hanging out. You know, you said yes to our podcast, of course. so yeah, I really, really appreciate the states. And the friendship we have going on. And this is the best. This is why I came, you know? It's amazing. Very stoked. It's amazing. Yeah, thank you so much. Dude, thank you for doing this. Where can everybody find you? What should they pay attention to? On Instagram, it's show underscore altmed. You can check that out. Project we were talking about is called uh, plastic Mm -hmm. underscore lab score underscore Tokyo, T-Y-O, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll link it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you can see all kinds of cool cars there. Yeah. yeah. If you're a brand and if you need a car, let us know. Yeah. Make a dope Straight one. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I'll link some of your band's music in there yeah, too. Yeah, thank you. Because well, people need a, to know. It's people old need, and you guys don't fuck with pop no, punk anymore. they need anymore, a lesson so. in history and they what? need to know. Oh, trap, yeah, I, I do. See, Ryan has listened to my trap, new trap music. Oh, yeah. What's up with that? Is that out? And Can the internet hear it? I, it's, it's on my iPhone. So I, I, oh, have great. To, okay. I still have to decide how if I'm going to be a SoundCloud rapper or not. Well, the next time show is on the podcast, we're going to do a whole episode on his new trap career. I guess. So. Little, little show or something. Little, little Mitsui or something. <laughs> yeah. So look out for that. Yeah. That's, that's another exciting Exactly. One. Dude, thank you so much. But for dude, this. Andrew, thank you so much. This was fun. This was You're amazing. professional. This was amazing. This is amazing. <laughs> so there you have it. Show's story. I'm so stoked that I was able to have him on the podcast in person and the timing worked out to do this while he was here in LA. If you liked this episode, you're here at the end and you want to do both show and myself a huge favor, share it with a friend, post it on social media. Anywhere you share it helps this podcast grow and get discovered so, so much. You can tag him. He's at show underscore altmed, A-L-T-M-E-D. You'll find the links to all the other projects he's working on from there. If you want to go above and beyond, there is a Where Are All My Friends Patreon where there's some bonus behind the scenes footage. I included a little blooper from the beginning of this episode there. There's all sorts of other extra bonus episodes and other things there. Any amount of support on the Patreon helps this so, so much. I do the entire podcast without ads, totally independent. So really any donation there is directly helping the podcast grow and stay afloat. As always, thank you for listening. I'll be back next week with another episode.